Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me today are my fellow detectives. My fellow rodent detectives. Oh, God. Shabazz. Hello! Oh, gosh. That's my Chippendale voice. Is that is that the best you can do? That's. I think that's the best. I think that's... I, I can definitely go higher, but Try I'm afraid... <laughs> Hello. Then, well, I, I feel like you're going just with a high pitched voice instead of doing like a. Like yeah, kind of but talk. then that's talking fast though. But like, what's up, Doc? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hold on a second. Wait a minute. And Anthony. Hi. <laughs> I feel like you want me to do a chipmunk voice. I wanted to see what I your chipmunk voice would be. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that, that's more of like Elmo. Like that's more yeah, like kind of like that. Yeah. That was yeah. an Elmo voice. That was a bit that was more of an Elmo voice. Um. I gotta hear a chipmunk voice. All right, we just we watched just the movie watched. with some. <laughs> we just but they had let real you know. voices. They did have real voices. They, you are correct. Well, I'm you gonna are go correct. Grab that chipmunk outside. Oh, okay, please do. Uh, if you couldn't, if you didn't know already, this is our spoiler-free review of Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and you may be wondering, spoiler-free? How, how many spoilers you? can be in a Chippendale movie? Well, let us tell you, quite a bit. There are quite a bit. Uh, Shay, how are you doing though today? Man, I'm doing great. This is. Uh what I was looking forward to this movie, and boy, did it deliver! Anthony, how are you doing though? I'm doing well. Yeah, we just watched. Uh, we had a good time. We right had now. a good time. We watched uh, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers, <laughs> and um, yeah, we had a long day. We had some good food. We had some good food. I yeah, the food killed me, but uh, just nostalgic reasons. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers just brought back a lot to today. So that's cool. It was a good day. We had a very full day of movie podcast stuff. A lot of things that you'll be seeing very soon on the movie uh, on the movie podcast feed because as always uh you can catch a brand new episode of our show every single monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series the week you're listening to this there's going to be lots to listen to including our review for men uh you can check out our spoiler free review of dr strange of the multiverse of madness our spoiler discussion on the film and maybe a couple more uh, surprise interviews coming your way who that knows voice. Uh, that, <laughs> that would go a bit higher like that <laughs> go like that uh don't forget you can follow us on instagram twitter tiktok letterbox and right into the show at hello at the movie podcast.ca you can check out our show notes for all of those links and more uh and i want to remind you see i keep going really high now thinking that i'm going to be doing like a chipmunk voice uh, i do want to remind you that if you want to see the bob's burgers movie early uh the movie podcast is partnering with disney studios canada to give away passes for you and a friend to see an advanced screening of the film on may 25th so make sure if you're a fan of, of bob's burgers and you want to see this movie early in toronto uh head over to our instagram page head over to our twitter uh and you could even email us at the email i just said hello at the movie podcast.ca let us know your favorite character if you're doing this on the social media pages make sure you're doing it on the proper post you'll see it because it is a picture of bob's burgers um and you'll be able to write in and let us know and hopefully win passes for you and a friend to see this movie early and i want to say thank you to our friends at disney studios canada for partnering with us uh on this giveaway now something really really cool that i'm so excited to announce for you we're gonna have a special guest on the show who shay i want you to tell us who's gonna be on the show <sighs> the legend himself Akiva Schaefer. Akiva Schaefer of The Lonely Island and also the director of the very movie we are about to talk about is joining us on the show. Uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, we've been fans of The Lonely Island forever uh, and being able to talk to Akiva, who's also directed Hot Rod, Popstar, uh, The Watch, some of our favorite uh, comedy films of all time. He's now joining us. He's now a friend of the show, we could say. Yeah, we've, we've definitely bonded over our love for The Lonely Island. I think so. So it's about time that things come full circle. I think so. And it's great that it was 
great to have Akiva on. We had a great conversation with him, and you can look forward to that conversation this week on the Movie Podcast feed. And like we always say, make sure you're following us on all of our socials so you can see exactly when that is going live. I also want to remind you that we do have incredible merch that you could purchase. If you want to help us keep the lights and the mics on, head over to our show notes and you can see all of the incredible merch we have for sale. If you want to purchase some, you'll look really cool and you'll be supporting our show. So there's no better way of doing that. Now, the movie we are talking about today is Chippendale Rescue Rangers. This is a Disney Plus original film that stars John Mulaney, Andy Samberg, Kiki Lane, Will Arnett, Eric Bana, Falula Borg, Dennis Haysburg, Keegan-Michael Key, Tress McNeely, Tim Robinson, Seth uh, Seth Rogen, and J.K. Simmons. That is quite a oh, cast. Quite a cast. Quite a cast indeed. Chippendale Rescue Rangers premieres on May 20th, 2022, exclusively on Disney+. And as always, like we've done earlier in the show, I want to say thank you again to our friends at Disney Studios uh, for sending us a film for review. Now, Anthony is going to tell you what this film is all about. I'm not going to do it in a chipmunk voice. I mean, it's up you to could, your discretion. You could, you could speed up my voice. You know what? Uh, I may take you up on that offer. We'll find out. Chippendales are living amongst the cartoons and humans in modern-day Los Angeles. But their lives are quite different now. It's been decades since their successful television series was canceled, and Chip has succumbed to a life as an insurance salesman. Dale, meanwhile, has had CGI surgery and works in the nostalgia convention circuit, desperate to relive his glory days. But when a former castmate mysteriously disappears, Chip and Dale must repair their broken friendship and take on the Rescue Rangers detective personas, once again to save their friend's life. Now, the best part about recording this review right now is that you guys don't know what I'm about to do to Anthony's voice. So the everyone who's listening to this... I don't even know. Anthony doesn't even know. You who are listening to this episode right now... You know. You know exactly <laughs> what I've done. Uh, but us here in the room, we have not heard it yet, so it's pretty cool. Uh, you may be also be wondering, chipmunks, chipmunk, chipmunks fly... This chipmunks fly planes. planes. Do they? Do they, they fly planes? They do fly a plane We did see one, some chipmunks yeah. flying some planes. Now, uh, we I did say at the beginning of this review, this will be spoiler-free, so we won't get into all any of the cameos, anything like that. Uh, but I'm going to kick it to Shay to give us our first reaction. Look, one of my favorite films of all time is Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And what I loved about that movie was how they were able to incorporate this original character amongst all these very famous cartoons from Disney and, and Warner Brothers and so on and so forth. So this movie really is that all over again, but kind of amping it up by 11. Like there, there are moments in this movie that I didn't believe that I was seeing because I can't believe they got the rights to that character or the fact that they were able to do this and not offend the people who actually made whatever this is. Right. This this is the, spir- the spiritual successor to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. 100%. And what I love about this movie is it is so self-aware it is so funny and it just it has it packs in the right amount of nostalgia that doesn't feel like it's beating you over the head with it we've had a lot of movies in the last few years where we talk about you know references to ip that the company uses you know we had space jam a new legacy that came out uh what was the other big film that had like you know it was kind of referencing itself a lot i'm, I'm blanking on it right now i don't know why i can't think of it um but we have we well bottom line is we've had a lot of films where they would have, you know, they would reference their own IP. You know, Ready Player One is another big one from mm-hmm. the last couple of years where it'd be like, here's something you know and you recognize and we're just going to show it to you. And I love that this movie is, is you know, it's it's a commentary on reboot culture, but it's funny and it's not and it's not afraid to, you know, be meta and realize that even its own existence, it's, you know, it's 
silly and unnecessary but it does it in a very endearing and heartwarming way and that's what i love so much about this movie is that it's being meta it's being funny it's you know poking fun at you know the reboot culture and everything and looking what you know what you know who framed roger rabbit that you know it's been almost it's been i think 30 years since that's movie that movie has come out right over 30 years, over 30 years yeah. there's been so much more you know animation styles and and you know and and things that have happened in the world of animation since then that this movie references and i think it does a really fun job with it anthony where are you with it yeah, I enjoyed the film. I, I'm i a huge Rescue Rangers fan. Like growing up, it was part of my childhood. Um, but diving into this, this was so different because I would never have thought I would see the, the cameos and the characters that you know are part of our childhood cartoon history show up in this film. It's, it's just so surprising. And yes, it's very similar to that style of Roger Rabbit meets, um, you know, cartoons meets real life. And even now, there's 3D animation involved, too. So, that's it's like three types of animation and live action, which right. is really, really cool. Uh, and I, while I was watching, I'm like, man, I wonder like what type of work went into this to make this film. Because it seems so complicated. And, you know, With the different animation styles, too, yeah, right? There's so many things to, to, to look. And I think a lot of our viewers or, or audience who watches this, they're going to have to pause because we did throughout the movie to look at these scenes I'm like oh did was that that or oh let's take a look let's go rewind back because i think that's who it was um but yeah i had a lot of fun it, it is very meta it is not like you know the, it's not really focusing on chip and dale's rescue rangers the show but like the behind the scenes the yeah. real life of these characters this is like a th- they had the chip and dale is a through line but this movie treats chip and dale like they are real people yeah and chip and dale rescue rangers the the animated show we knew from the late 80s and early 90s was just a show that they did you know so it's, it's really like it's a really funny way of watching because even now if we go back and watch the original chip and dale show we'll be like oh they're just actors playing those roles right, right? which is really funny to see that so you might go back and watch this the, the original cartoon and think oh maybe they had you know this behind the scenes feel now that you've got this yeah. type of uh viewing but yeah i thought the, the the movie was great i again i was surprised with the pacing um with the characters that were shown and actually the story that unfolds in this film i think it gives you a lot of comedy it gives you a lot of like action and suspense um some interesting story plots that involve certain disney characters i don't want to spoil too much but yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great reboot to a franchise that I feel, you know, you don't really hear about anymore or even right. forgotten. Um, but yeah, it was really good. It's funny because, you know, when we were when we were watching this, Anthony, we, you mentioned like, it's just so funny that, you know, it's Chip and Dale of all characters that are kind of leading the charge in this, you know, and we we didn't really see any references to like Mickey Mouse or anything like yeah. that. Or, you know, I think not or did we? Or did we? But like, did we didn't like when when you think of like major animated characters, you would have thought that maybe one of them would have led a movie like this. But again, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a character that we really didn't know about. But you would see big characters in it, and this film does the same thing. And you have Chip and Dale, who uh, I love. First of all, I love their relationship, and I think Andy Samberg and John Mulaney, perfect pairing to play Chip and Dale. I think they they work so well together. Their animated their animation styles. Um, are fantastic one having the traditional animation one having the cg surgery and again you're you're playing to the world of like you know oh here are these you know cg characters then who are now like why are these cartoons rapping why are these cartoons that i grew up watching rapping right you know it's just funny that like it pokes fun at all of that you know this movie also reminded me a little bit of a film we watched a couple years ago that we actually reviewed for this time with uh, happy time murders yes where 
where that film wasn't good this film <laughs> is really funny that was the henson production that was yeah. a henson production too or it was his son uh, his son not officially under the no. henson banner right but uh that film very similar kind of plot where it's like here's these you know these tunes or these these muppet characters that are being taken out even with who from roger rabbit right yeah. um this really is a spiritual successor to who from roger rabbit and uh it's just really funny and i think at the at the end of the day the best thing that this movie is is that it's funny it's hilarious it's heartfelt and it has just so much love put into it and you could tell that akiva and everyone involved with this movie first and foremost are just fans of the show and and i think that's kind of what, what i loved about it was there's a meta level sense of humor very similar to how you know phil lord and chris miller usually infused into their productions and also the lonely island does a really good job of that as well and this movie really carries that element forward while still not coming off cheesy or hokey at all but in fact it works you'd think that trying to like we've been saying throughout this whole review making a spiritual successor to who framed roger rabbit is not only such a you know a, a tough call but how do you do it without, you know, insulting the original film? Right. And I think they did a fantastic job of bringing in all those elements that worked while continuing to elevate the level of comedy that only Lonely Island can do. It is. And, you know, you mentioned Phil Lord and Chris Miller and you look at 22 Drum Street, which was a sequel that, again, was another thing where it looked, talked about, you know, reboot culture and making sequels and all of that. And this movie packs into so much of that. And I think the villains in this movie are really funny. They're just so over the top. You, you know, you have Will Arnett playing like a Peter Pan character. Um, and like Anthony said, there are so many moments in this movie where you're just going to be pausing and like just looking and scanning and seeing all the characters that are in it. It's 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 so well done. It's so well done. This yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of pause moments for sure, and I think just like how Twenty Two Jump Street had a one one of the best you know end credit sequences. This this one's right up there. You're going to be watching the end credits all the way through to to pick up on the small little things that are occurring in the background. And this is one of those movies that you got to watch the background for. There's a lot of fun stuff that's happening back there. A lot. Do you think the movie is too meta? Like, I think the audience. I'm not too sure what the rating is on this on this movie, but do you find that this might go over the heads of a lot of kids because it really is meta in the sense of Rescue Rangers and and the world, especially with. I think they really focus on surrounding characters from other um, animation studios. That there's some because, deep cuts there for sure. The Chipmunks are are considered a supporting cast member in the whole of Disney, the Disney right. Right, world, and a lot of the characters they interact with, which are picked from a lot of sources, they're also considered the side characters right. of, in their realm. But do you feel fine like that? This might be too over the top for kids because i feel like this might this is a kids film but it is garnered garnered to us as yeah. adults because we grew up with it but I, i'm just wondering do you think it would be lost on them i think i i you have you make a great point and i think there's definitely going to be references that you know younger generations of kids won't always pick up on and i think that's what's so special about this film that you know people our age and people with kids and older adults will be able to pick up on those references, right? And the best thing is, too, is that if you're watching this on Disney+, Plus, you have literally a huge content library right there to, you know, to brush yourself up on. So hopefully, you know, down the road, Disney does, like, a, some type of bonus features for this film or making of, and, you know, you could freeze frame in all of the different characters and be like, this is where this is from, this is where this reference is from. This is the type of movie that's made for a making of or, you know, a, like a little, like a making of documentary to see where all these characters are from. You know, if kids do have blind spot for certain, you know, like character cameos or anything like that, or why is this person the way they are, or why is this like that, they'll be able to hopefully either look it up or like 
work on Disney Plus and watch that film or watch that show and get you know m- better a better reference from it. But I, definitely, you're right. There are there are some deep cuts that even us were like. We miss something. Who is that? What is that? This is prime for multiple viewings. And and I hope that's, I hope like they, you know, you get that because Rescue Rangers is on Disney plus and a lot of the, the cartoons that we grew up during this, you know, during the nineties, I'm not going to say eighties. I didn't even know this show came out in the eighties. I love that. 1989 to 1990, which is in my growing up, I thought this was a. A friggin' nine season <laughs> and, and, and it's so funny that we watch these shows growing up. So many of these shows, and it's not just Chip and Dale. It's almost all animated it's shows. All, all animated shows. Even like Liz McGuire, even Stevens, That's So Raven. I thought it was like all, 40 seasons. I feel like we'd watch it forever growing up. But really, it was just because we could only watch one episode a day, maybe, or one episode a week. Yeah. And you do that over and over again for years. But really, it's like, oh, it's only three seasons. What the heck? Yeah. And it's I, crazy. I do hope kids kind of go back and watch it. That's that's my... And then they can learn and say, oh, okay, cool. It, it breaks that barrier, that fourth wall yeah. between the animation world and our world. And the best thing about it, like like we were talking about, is that you could tell that this film was made from a place of love for these characters. You know, they, there's, you know, they poke fun at a lot of things, but it's coming from a place of like love and admiration for these characters and for these cameos and all of that. And not to say that this, this movie is all cameos cause it's not, but there's a lot of just love and heart put into the story of Chip and Dale as well too, that I, I don't think I was expecting right off the bat. Yeah. There's a lot of like story that we didn't even know. They even like when you make up, it's like, yeah, I could definitely see this happening behind the scenes between these two characters. Exactly that. Even like that three, the whole 3d thing is just, plays in the fact that we live in most animations 3d but it's also playing fun of hollywood and plastic surgery it's just it all makes sense it, it all makes sense and, and and you're you're in a world where you were coexisting with like tunes and humans and tunes of different animation styles and i think that's what's really cool that nothing when you're watching this film stands out and like oh that looks weird or that doesn't fit it all feels like it belongs where on the contrary side of that is when you know when a few weeks back when we watched the bad guys having animals and humans coexisting in a world felt a little strange yeah right so like it's just funny that you know right off the bat you're in this world and you're like yeah this all feels like it's believable like this is where everything is meant to be and this is where the story is supposed to go yeah yeah, exactly. Like the the meta stuff for sure might go over some people's head like it did ours, but there's just so much to love in this movie, and I really hope people give it the chance. This is one of those movies that I wish we got to see in theaters, but I totally get why it's on Disney Plus because this is a pause and watch movie. Yeah, it is, and and I I think to myself like I wonder how this would have played in theaters. Like I wonder how this would have, you know. How- box office wise right. how this would have done and yeah but you know and you know it could have done great it may not have done great but this is like Shay said this is the perfect movie to do watch at home and i think it's going to do really well at home because of so. that let's, i hope so let's get to our final recommendations anthony i'm going to get you to start us off yeah it would it's a it's a definite watch it for me if you're a fan of rescue rangers or any disney character and any other characters from any animation you grew up with you might find it in this uh in this movie and i think it's a lot of nostalgia that brings it back and um the story alone is super funny i think everyone will enjoy it love it shabazz definitely watch it for me as well if, if you're a fan of the humor that the lonely island has brought you're a fan of that meta very just really good comedy in my opinion and this movie is just for you this is i i'm in the exact same spot as you guys i absolutely love this film i thought this was just hilarious i thought it was so you know endearing and heartfelt but also just the perfect, I think, film to reference where 
the world is right now with reboot culture and with uh, sequels and everything. I think this film just nailed it. It got exactly what uh, it, it achieved exactly what it set out to do. And I think, uh, you know, if, like Shay said, if you're a big fan of The Lonely Island, if you're a big fan of Phil Lord and Chris Miller, this movie's going to be exactly down your lane. So definitely watch it on Disney+. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Don't forget, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. And watch out throughout the week for our review episodes on all the latest movies and series. This week, there is a lot going on on the movie podcast feed. Our men review, our interview with director of this very film, Akiva Schaefer from The Lonely Island, is going to be on the movie podcast feed this week and lots more. So don't miss it. You're going to want to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the movie podcast. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write to the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca. Don't forget, there's lots of reminders today. Uh, don't forget, if you want to see the Bob's Burger movie early, head over to our Instagram, head over to our Twitter. You can see exactly how you and a friend could go see the film early. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next.